This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? Thanks to your Okay, and because it's not a supercar. It is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It's me, Manny J, here in Lonnie Airport 9, Northwest FM. We're in the studio. We are talking all things cars here. I'm joined online with Mr. Edward Bunting, Mr. Scotty Doe Johnson, and Mr. Rob Zadai. No Harley today. He's, he's all alone. He, he looks slightly depressed. He's <laughs> <laughs> How are you, gentlemen? Very good. How are you, Matt? Thanks. Good. Happy Easter to you all. Happy Easter to all our listeners. Uh, hopefully you guys ate lots of chocolates and food uh, because I ate that much food and now I feel like I've got like a bit of a bit of a baby in, in, inside of me. But it's okay. <laughs> That's what you do on, on big big occasions like that. Uh, you know, the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing that I actually kind of like family get-togethers like that because like you get to eat. Oh. It's, it's like like I was like uh, he was like oh I can't be bothered doing that. But now I'm like. You know what? It's actually nice to see everybody and and have a meal together like we like you were used to. And I don't know, maybe it's just me being a being a child. But uh, <laughs> I, I was never I was never about that life. But kind of a uh, kind of have changed over the last. You know, I've softened these last two years. I think softened. And you were soft anyway, Maddie. So you know, this is you must be like a marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, big time, absolute, <laughs> absolute marshmallow. <laughs> uh, time but, flies too. It does. How are you guys going to anyway? Um, we'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll go around the screens. We'll do some car updates. Edward Bunting. Car updates. Mm, I told you about my Lancer that I bought. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I haven't really done anything with that. I just pumped up the tires and gave it a vacuum. So that's uh, yeah. I'm, I'll just chip away at the little restoration on that. Um, I've been driving around in the MX-5 for a little bit, but I put that away at the weekend. I put the little diesel back. I haven't really done any repairs or anything. The Volkswagen has gone to a nice emporium that carries out vehicle auctions. So we'll see what that does online. They sent me the ad just today to sort of preview. So I've previewed it and gone, yep, looks good. Make it happen. So, yeah, I'll be following that closely. Other than that, mm, 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 mm. no, not really anything car-wise. How boring. I know. How could you, Scotty Doe? Updates with you? <clears throat> um, nothing to do with cars, but I guess car models. Mm. I've um got some, some cars. Yeah, some display cabinets, and I've just started to set everything up. You can see that Scotty behind you. Yeah, there's a little bit there behind me. Over there, there's a whole bunch of bits and pieces. So I've got like the top part inside the cabinets. Got like every single Hot Wheels skyline that i've got so that fills up the <laughs> part <laughs> uh the second shelf has got some car models that i've i've made myself a couple stickers and a book um and then the third shelf has got all the bits and pieces from like all the cars that i've ever owned so it's got keys it's got emblems it's got a c, a c- spanner 
key tags, Nismo shift knob. There's an original flare, not the LED ones, but the original. That's <laughs> cool. So I've got that there too. So yeah, just just my bits and pieces of everything that's come from all my cars in the got his bric-a-brac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. And other than that, that's that's all I've all I've done for the R thirty one. What's happening on that? Uh, it's still sitting out at the moment. What does it need to be on the road now? What's what's left on? Uh, the- I got to go. To, I got to get an auto electrician to come out and check the headlight nut for me. Okay, so it's not too much, but just waiting for um, the a house to be finalised and sold. So, and that'll yep. free up a bit more cash. Yeah, good. good. And that's next week. So nice. Not your new house. Nah, no, 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 no. Old one. Probably. Yep. So yeah, that one's sold and will be handover next week. Beautiful. Rob, updates with you. Now you got a big update this week. Oh, yeah. Picked up my Oh, Jimny. Hello. Almost K car. It's got a bigger motor than a normal K car, but yeah, it's you know those little things. It's amazing how big it feels inside, but how small it looks on the outside. Outside, yeah. yeah. <laughs> looks great. I like the wheels. Yeah, they're all factory. Oh, so I picked it up on Thursday last week. Um, Harley drove me to the dealership to go and pick it up. Um, he dropped me off. The experience was fantastic at Benfold's uh, Suzuki out in um, Burwood. Burwood, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fantastic. They're real. No. Who did you buy it off? Uh, what's his name? Leon or? Lino, yeah. Lino. Did you buy it off Lino? Yeah, yeah. 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 So he was uh, fantastic. Um, had a look around the car, gave me the run through with the car and all that. Handed over the bank check. Everything went fine. He gave me a run through with the car and all that sort of stuff. Pretty basic and all that sort of stuff and, you know, how it all, you know, all the switches and functions and whatnot. So anyway, I decided to drive it home, drive home okay, no problems whatsoever. They didn't give me a full tank of petrol, so they never do these days. They never do. Don't they? They did for me. No, it's pretty rare that the car dealerships will do that. We used to at BMW, but most like lower end dealerships will give you a quarter, maybe a half, if you're lucky. Yeah, sort of got a halfish tank. Anyway, so drove it home, uh, parked in the garage, and pretty much sat there for the whole Easter break because it was cold, wet, miserable. Wife got food poisoning oh, no. on Friday, so she wasn't well Saturday, Sunday. So we didn't really go anywhere. So the car sat there until Monday when the window got tinted, the two front windows got tinted. So I got them that organised. I found out that they used to come with rear speakers, but they pulled out that option of rear speakers. So it's only got two front speakers in the door and they're paper speakers. Apparently they're real cheap too. Yeah. So that's disappointing for what is now a $39,000 car. Mm. Mm. It used to have a push button to start, which they apparently removed because of the chip shortage or whatever, I'm told. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got to put the key in the ignition switch again to start it. Wow. So this is real old school Jimny. Yeah, real old school. But, look, great car, drives well. It's quite supple on the road, so it's not harsh. It doesn't bounce around as, as much as I thought it would bounce around, so that's good. Yeah, so the car's nice. And today I drove it out, um, parked it underneath the carport. I'm just looking at it and I go, shit. There's a dint in the bonnet. You're really? kidding. What? Nah. I didn't see I didn't see it out of the dealer. So between, I, I don't know, I don't know. It, it couldn't have happened because I drove it straight home, pretty much parked in the garage, went to the workshop, which no one was there. It was locked up and I was there in the workshop and drove home. And that was pretty much it where the car went. 
And I never saw, never seen it like I, I didn't see the dent before. But today I parked underneath in a certain angle, and the sun must have just shined through the carport yeah. um, laser light just to a point where you can see the dent. It's only a minor dent. It was but, probably there on delivery. Yeah, and look, they said they go through it with a throw a tooth comb, but yeah, yeah. They said, look, bring it back, and we'll, we'll call you in a dent guy. All right, okay. you can notice that. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, they said, um, "Yeah, look, when the dent guy comes um, comes out to the dealership, he goes, just bring it in. I'll give you a call, and he'll fix the dent for you." So they're pretty good about it. He goes, "Look, uh, we go over the car with a fine tooth comb." I said, "Look, it's really hard to see, and you can only see it at certain angles, so it could have been missed." So, look, he gave me. He goes, "Look, you know, I, it could have happened. You know, while you had it somewhere, who knows?" I said, "Look, I, I, car went nowhere, and I, I can't. There's no way it could have been dented in, whilst I had it under my control or eyes. So I, I don't know. I really don't know." But anyway, it's only a little dent, and it could be just popped out anyway. It could, the, the dentless, um, the paintless, whatever dent remover yeah, can fix it. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much it for the Jimny. I had a lot of trouble with Shannon's insurance recently with Harley's bumper bar on his C sixty three because I went to my nominated repairer. We have to wait for assessors to get around to it to even um, have a look at the the quote mm. because it doesn't go through their preferred. Capital Smart or one of their preferred repairers. <laughs> so they just leave it sitting there for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I sort of jumped up and down and kicked up a bit of a stink and they finally, they said, oh, yeah, in the 19th of um, April, we'll, we'll get around to looking at it. I said, that's just not good enough. I said, I've got 10 cars with you. been insured with you for the last 15 or 20 years. Yeah. You know, look, I'm going to look at, you know, going elsewhere if you don't look after me. And they rang me back. I said, I want to put in a formal complaint. They called me back and they said, look, we'll see what we can do. And they assessed it on a spot pretty much and said, look, we've approved it. Because everything's online. Mercedes is set up with him, the Mercedes repair shop. is set up with um, Shannon's online. So they assess everything online anyway. So anyway, they assessed it and they said, all right, it's all good to go. Just ring up um, Mercedes repair shop and arrange a time to take it in. So it's all been approved finally. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, they delay it, you know, it's four, five, six weeks. And then by the time you get to the repair shop, it could be another two, three weeks before they even get the part in. So before yeah. you know, it's already yeah. two months gone. Yeah. Uh, it's just ridiculous. It really is. Um, but anyway, that they, you jump up and down and, you know, I did, which I did. Um, so they've fixed that. Um, so that'll be arranged hopefully within the next week or two. Oh, hi. Yeah. So that's... Pretty much it with our cars as well. How high did you jump? Yeah. I, I jumped pretty high. I was pretty good at high jump in high school. Yeah. So um, yeah. Look, it's just a matter of talk. Uh, yeah, being nice to them and talking to the right people, and and then you do get some results. So I think I suppose any insurance company could be like that, but you know, when it's when they have to pay out, I suppose they hold back as much as they can. Yeah, absolutely. Because like they, they're there to make money at the end of the day, aren't they? So watch the space yeah. to that. What about you, Matt? Me, me. I've got a busy week this week. Actually, I um, I'm installing a uh, Apple CarPlay Android Auto head unit into my mum's Camry. Ooh. Um, so I bought the fascia kit, bought everything. It's all it's, you can put it all back to factory because I know I know you, you you're all about the factory life, Edward. But mm. uh, this will bring the Camry back to like 2022 because it, or 2023, I should say. Because it'll have you know all that smartphone connectivity, she can stream her, her Spotify's mm-hmm. and be all good with that, and see so nobody she's going with some maps. So I'm going to install that either tomorrow or on Thursday. 
I'm also doing um, my sister's boyfriend's a CB radio, which I've never installed one of those before. So I'm gonna gonna do that and a light bar. Install his light bar on, on his car. Mm-hmm. I, I like doing little electrical things like that. I find it, I find it kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Gave the Typhoon a wash. I, haven't, I realized the last time I washed it was like six months ago. Like, so it was just kind. Of, it was just kind of actually no, no, like proper like a proper wash, not just a, not just a rinse. It was, it was probably six months ago. So gave it a nice clean and 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 gave the Fiesta a clean and parked them up and and they're happy. But I. Uh, I got to drive a pretty cool car on the weekend, and I'm kind of excited about about, about you know uh, the hype for it was was pretty damn good. I drove a uh, Civic, brand new Civic Type R. That was oh, wow, ah. yeah, that was pretty cool. So in championship white, I uh, yeah, it, it was it drove a lot different to what how I expected it to drive. I'll be honest. Did you drive the previous Type R? No, no, um, but. Okay. Apparently, drove similar to the previous one, but I never drove the previous one. The only ones I've driven yeah. are the high end, high revving EP3s and, and 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 stuff. You know, yeah. So this is a completely different car. Like the, the way this car drove, uh, it how can, I, how can I put it? It drove. It defied everything I expected. Like the like to put it in perspective, my Typhoon's tires, yeah, they're two four five, you know, wide. This has got two six fives squared squared stance like it's it's a huge tire on a front wheel drive car 235 kilowatts 420 newton meters of torque so really talking it was the engine didn't feel turbocharged it just felt like a like it just it felt like a, nat- a strong natural spread engine all the way through the rev range like there was no real lag actually i don't think there was any lag at all because of uh, the, the new turbo it's got it just felt it felt like a well-sorted like performance car the suspension in comfort was supple. In R was was a bit stiff, but I, I it was surprised. It's surprisingly good. What freaked me out the most about it was like the, the seats are epic in it. Like like they're probably one of the best you know factory seats you, you could buy in any car. What freaked me out was how stable it felt. Like it didn't feel. It honestly didn't feel anything like like a zingy old Honda, like you know, like a old Type R. You know what you what you'd think it would drive like. This drove. It drove with a sure-footedness like I've never seen before. It was so planted. It felt like you, you could, like I was putting into into some corners, you know, at relative speed and quite hard. And it just felt like there was just endless amounts of grip. I mean, with a two six five tire, you're going to get that. I, it it blew me away. I could not believe how good it drove. So if you're after in the market for a hot hatch, I think that's the one you want to get because it's um, yeah, unbelievably good. So yeah, that I just wanted to say how much that surprised me. That car, it was, it felt. Uh, it, I mean, it was only a short drive I had with it, but um, it only took like a, like a minute to to realize this is something quite quite special. So yeah, I'd love to love to see what one can do on a track at some point in 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 the in the future. But I can I can see what because Riz talks so highly of them because because his his data guy's got one and he always says he's like Matt, you got to drive a Type R, you got to drive a Type R, you got to drive a Type R. When the opportunity came around, I was like, yeah, I'll give it a go. It yeah, definitely. Again, as I said, it was different to to if you're expecting the old school VTEC up top, you know, nothing down low. Honda, it's a completely different ball game. This is a this is a serious performance car. So yeah, would recommend if you're in the in the market for them. But if you're if you're after them, there I think it's a two year wait now, and I, I think they've even closed the order books in Japan for them because that's that's how sought after they are. So saying that's a saying a lot. Um, but yeah, keep a, keep your eyes on, on that car because it's it's a it's a cracker. I drove the previous one and um, yeah, I was very impressed with that. Wasn't sold on the way it looks, but on the way it drove, you you couldn't fault it. It was great. Yeah, I just couldn't believe how good how good this thing drove. Ed. Like, yeah. like, and because how many you've driven the last one a couple times, right? Uh, only once, I think. But it was I had it in the wet for a day, and it um 
you know, for a front driver, geez, it doesn't feel like a front driver. It's yep. just, it felt almost all wheel drive, the levels of grip it had and so easy to putt around. But if you wanted to fang it, it, the performance was there. It was, oh no, I actually had a couple of drives. Yeah. I did do a photo shoot with one with our, when our friend worked for Honda and I, I drove it all day that day up and down Lake Mountain at high speeds. And it, um, yeah, it impressed me then, you know, it's a very, very usable performance car. Yeah. So I think, yep, they've done a good thing. And if the new one's better than the one I drove, well, hey, presto, even better. Yeah, well, from all accounts, like they drive very similar. It, the, like the drivetrain's virtually identical, except for the you know the, the different turbo and like well, it's the same turbo just just with different internals and and uh, a few other few other bits and bobs. It's just like from the, from speaking to the person that that was with the car, he, he was saying, you know, it, it's they did everything just they just tweaked everything like because it like the, the previous type r like everyone says was was like a benchmark in, in terms of you know how good to drive ease of driving um and this was like this was no exception so yeah really it was a really easy car to drive like it felt it felt but what, what kind of got me was i don't know i don't know if it was the same with the fk8 which is the one you drive to the fl9 it felt quite long like it felt like quite a big car it almost felt like camry size like 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 from like 10 years ago like like mid-sized car, it didn't feel like a small hot hatch anymore. So in, in back-to-back comparison with the Fiesta, the Fiesta felt that a little bit more nimble and, and more playful and more agile because it's a lot smaller car. Whereas mm. whereas with the the Type I, it's, it's wider, it's longer. You know, it's oodles more grip because it's you know it, the mechanical grip on a two six five is just nuts. Or you know, on a, on a square stance. And you're right, it it didn't feel front wheel drive at all. It felt if just the grip levels felt like it was like I was driving like a Focus RS or something. It felt it felt unreal. Um, mm-hmm. It just felt so sure-footed of itself. Like I was like, I was like, I could, I could not believe how how good it drove. You stole it, didn't you? I did steal it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I stole it. Um, I, I ram raided some, some banks and some grab <laughs> shops. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it, it was, it was, it was cool. It was a really, really cool experience. Um, yeah, I, I would, you know, I would, I wouldn't kick one out of my garage, put it that way. If, <laughs> but anyway, gentlemen, that, that what are we talking about tonight. Well, we got some car. Uh, we got some car. What would you rather tonight than Scotty's cryptic cars? But, uh, towards oh, the end. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, what would you rather? You know the rules, guys. We we kind of just uh, we all share some cars. Like you know, if you could pick one of these, you know, certain cars, what would what would you go for and why? Um, new and old. We, we do that discussion now because Edward brought that one in. Oh, well, I would have bought this one new, but I would have bought this one when when you know it's fifty years old. Um, <laughs> so, being as a as like I'm a, I'm now a scam owner. Yeah. Um, I thought I'd put this first one out for you guys. Now, you know, you're after a really small car that's fuel efficient, all from the same period, you know, that you can putt around in and, and enjoy. Now, your options are the Honda Scamp, uh, the, the original Mini, the VW Beetle, and the Fiat 500 or the Cinquecento as it, it, is, it is a well-known. Sure. And this is, this is now. You're buying these old cars now. You buying them back then and buying them now. Now, now these are in, I can buy them now. Yeah, okay. Now these in, in these four in particular, right? They're they're considered classics, and and they're they're kind of well loved in the community. Probably the the scamp little bit less so because not many people know what know what it is. But like the, the other three are like household names. What would you have bought, Edward? Seeing as you have you owned a Beetle? Yeah, once for a very short period of time. I bought it and sold it within like a week or something. Uh, have, you, have you owned a Fiat Five Hundred? No, never. You driven on? I dislike Italian cars. <laughs> no, I haven't driven one. No, no, I haven't. Um, I think I've been in one maybe, but no, I haven't driven one. Uh, I would back then buy the Mini. I like the look of it. I like its stance on the road and its uh, chuckable handling. And now 
I'd probably still buy the mini. Ooh, you know, okay. I think, yeah, I like Beatles, but I I don't have a strong affinity to them. I like I like them, but I just I've never gone down that rabbit hole. Um, Fiat five hundred Italian, eh? Don't think it drives as well as a mini and Scamp. I mean, I also own a Scamp and a mini, but I just think the mini is a bit more chuckable and a bit more my look if I had to pick between the two. Okay, so so your order would be uh, mini skinny mini back then, mini now. Oh, order back then. Yep, I would have gone mini first, scamp second, beetle then fiat. Now I would go mini scamp, probably fiat then beetle. Okay, yeah. the fiat might get a look in ahead of the beetle now, mm. just because of size. It's so manageable. It's very cute. It's a cute little car. Yeah, it is a cute car. No matter what, because I just got something against him, but the Volkswagen will be last. <laughs> I just don't like the look of it. Never have. Number one pick would probably be a Mini. There's something about a Mini that just, I mean, it's its a Mini. It's legendary. I, I, every time I see one that's well kept and see on the road, it still turns my head even today. So that'd be number one. Good choice. Uh, good choice. <laughs> Honda will be second because I'm thinking it's an awesome little cute car and very reliable at the same time. So um, can't go wrong there. And then it will be the Fiat 500. Ooh. Rob? Probably the Mini. Uh, but it's also minis. <laughs> think for the Beetle as well. Mini, I, I it was a mate of mine used to have one when I was at trade school. And we used to go through roundabouts on three wheels. Hmm. Of course, the way they go through ba- at Bathurst, you know, they were fantastic at Bathurst, you know. So, and and then the amount of work you can do to those motors as well, all the cars and yeah, they're very you know, tunable, very tunable. But in saying that, that's why I'm going second for the Beetle because a mate of mine had a Beetle, and this car was a 12 second car. Oh, right, and it was and it looked like a stock Beetle when you used to plan it. The front wheels would come off the ground, and the back wheels would squat. <laughs> my v8 back then i had a bit of work done to my v8 extractors and i had a tune and a scorcher ignition you know a holly 500 all that sort of stuff and i could barely there's no way i could keep up with him he, he'd blow me to the weeds my, my car was quick mine was probably a, you know back then a 15 second car but his was just quick yeah you know, was it, was it just, a beetle engine or was it had something else in it it's a beetle engine with chef pistons and rods in it and it's, the guts were just worked to the hill <laughs> And they weigh yeah. nothing too, so. so and, and the thing was that when he went away, he went around Australia in his um, combi van, so he pulled the old combi van motor out, which was broken down, and pulled it out of his Beetle and popped it in, and off he went with, <laughs> with his work motor in his, in his combi van. So it, it's like you're, it was just saying it's so easy to work on too. You can just pull it up <laughs> out on the side of the road and do work on it. So there's a lot of good things about it, uh, but I just didn't like the way the gearbox was, the way it drives. And unfortunately, I've seen a real serious accident where a mother and a daughter was in the Beetle and they ran off the road and hit a culvert, done a lot of damage to the Beetle and the people in it. So, Mind it, you, I think any of the cars in this comparison, you're stuffed if you anything. True, yeah. true. But it's just, I feel Not like... the like scamp's going to save you. No, no, they probably wouldn't. So, and if, and I've got, I have a thing for Fiat. So I always wanted a Fiat, never had one. But yeah, I wanted to get a Fiat five hundred, but no one in the family really wanted one. So my son Harley sort of likes them, but apart from that, 
my wife and daughter didn't really like them. They reckon they're too small, too tiny. So they're never... little. Scamp nut. Thanks, Rob. You haven't driven one, Rob. It's air cooled. Uh, yeah, so is the Beetle. But... Oh, true. So is the Fiat, I think. It's Fiat, yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good. And what about you, Matt? Uh, I would have went mini. Because oh, so all mini number one, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it'd definitely be a mini for me. I've just or every time I see a mini, it's just like, oh no, I would have said Fiat 500 until I owned the scamp. And now, because I own a scamp, I'm like, I gotta be it's gotta be a scamp. So it's a scamp and then Fiat 500, then the Beetle. Like, Beetles for me, just uh, I don't know, like, like I've, I've I find them kind of I don't know, it, it, I just don't find them interesting. Whereas, like, what's weird is like, I find combis is like the best car ever. Like that's, that's my favorite, it's my favorite car ever. And then I find Beatles really meh. So yeah, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just a bit, I'm a bit weird like that. But having said that now, these cars have all transcended into their new forms, which are, you can still currently buy, uh, well, except for the Beetle, the, the Beetle, you, you can't, you, I think they've just, they've discontinued it here a while ago, but overseas they've, they've just discontinued it. Would you have went for the new mini, the new Beetle, the new Fiat 500, or the Honda N1, which which uh, David owns, like the you know, the the the, the mm-hmm. of it. So, going from old to new. Now, obviously, they're nothing like when they were what they were originally like. The oh, actually, you know, to be fair, the Fiat's still unreliable, but the uh, <laughs> uh, the Mini is a BMW. The the Honda is probably the it's still a K car, uh, albeit turbocharged and 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 you know with a bit more go. And the and the VW is basically a golfing drag. So, what where would you, if you had to buy a modern one to to have your matching pair, or, or would you would you go something completely different out of those? Like you know, say oh, I had a mini, an old school mini, but I'll get a I'll get a new N one. Okay, old old mini number one, new mini number one. They drive brilliantly. You know, they're not without their issues like anything European, but they are a very good car to drive. So I'd go new mini. So new, what would I go next? New Honda N1. I'd go uh, the Beetle would be last, so then I'd go the Fiat probably then the Beetle. Ooh, okay. Actually, no, the new Beetle, the one that looks more like a Superbug. I like the, quite like the look of that. So I'd go new Beetle, then the Fiat would be last. So Mini N1 Beetle Fiat. Oh, that's pretty tough. I haven't driven one of the new. Minis, but I'm sure they're pretty good. I know they're a lot bigger now and heavier, but you know they've got to be, I guess, because everyone else is getting bigger and heavier. I'll probably still keep it the same. Okay. Yeah, I'd still keep it the same. I'd still go for a mini, and then I'd go the N1, um, and then the Fiat 500, and then the VW last. Ooh. Yeah, I think I keep it the same. That was a tough one. I was thinking for a bit. I was like, oh, would I change things? But no, I'd probably still keep it in the same order. Yeah. Nice and easy. Rob. Tough. Real tough. Because I've got this um, love-hate relationship with BMWs and, and the Mini <laughs> is a BMW at the end of the day. Yeah. And um, great whilst under warranty and brand new. So, yes, they drive, look great. Everything is great, engineered well. Once it's out of warranty, it'll be on the bottom of the list. But because it's new and it's in warranty, maybe, <laughs> maybe the mini, <laughs> but just, just just scraped in, and then probably the Honda, then the Fiat, and then the V Dub. Now I've driven the new, the new Beetle, well, like the, the the last one, one of them, which was the I think the supercharged and the turbo motor. I, I drove that with the with the dual clutch, 
Um, the dual, I, I did not like driving it at all. I thought the dual clutch was horrible. It was jerky. It, it just, and this was like a, like a brand new car. I only had like 3000 K on it when I, when I drove it. I was like, I just, this, I didn't feel comfortable driving it, which is a shame because it actually looked quite good. It was black with the little spoiler and everything and, and, and it looked quite good. Now the Fiat 500, now I'm not talking about the performance versions of any of these cars. I'm talking about the standard, the standard, you know, back to basics one. Now the Fiat 500, it's super duper cute, but from all accounts, they're quite, horrendous to own if you own a if you own dual clutch one manual ones are better but still not great um so that'd be so it'd be it'd be beetle last fiat third i'm gonna go mini second um because i think that the current mini is a bit bit bulbous not it wasn't like the the first of the new minis which was which was quite a good looking car um and then i'm gonna go the honda first That's for me. I, I, after driving uh, David's David's Honda, I was like, "This is sick." It was so <laughs> good car, great car. What other what would you rather would you have, gentlemen? Scotty, did you make one? Yes, I do have one. Let's go. <clears throat> so mine's around rallying. So it was huge in the nineties. You had lots to choose from, tons um, that were in there. Now, when you're looking at the WRC, there's not as many choices anymore. You still might be a fan of it, but you want to get behind the wheel of one of these cars. So the ones that are going on at the moment, so these are your choices. You've got, number one, the Toyota GR Yaris Rally, Hyundai i20N, and a Ford Puma. And to round off number four, it's not in it anymore. It's not in it. I know they used to have Renaults and stuff, not anymore, but I thought I'd throw it in there because I kind of think they're pretty cool. Uh, the Renault Clio RS. Mm. So they're my four choices. You want to get behind something pretty small and still out there in WRC, except for the Renault, but I thought I'd throw in a number four. What would you go with? One, uh, Yaris four. GR. Yaris GR, I-20N, I-20N. Uh, Ford Puma, yep. and the Renault Clio RS. Mm-hmm. So not the Renault Megan, the Clio. Megan. <laughs> yeah, not the Megan. I would go... Yaris first, I would go Puma last, I would go Clio third, and what was the other one? The I-20. Oh, no, I don't like the I-20, no. I'd go the Clio second then. Yaris first, Clio second, I-20 third, Puma fourth. Why that order? Because I like the Yaris. They're a very well-respected car, and that's Toyota. Um, Clios are fun. They're the only good thing Renault churns out, I reckon. Um, Yeah. Puma's just ugly and I don't like Fords that much. And the I-20N, well, it just has to go in third, doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I-30N's a good I'm sure it's I-20N's a good car, but, yeah, I, I just like it more than the Ford. Rob? Exactly the same as Ed. Wow. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just – Puma, yeah, I-20N, mm, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I think um, it's definitely that order, definitely. Good choice, Rob. Scott, oh no, this is your thing. Matt. <laughs> I'm going to say the Ford last. I've driven a Puma and it's not great. Um, even though it's based on a Fiesta, but it doesn't drive anywhere near as good. 
doesn't live up to the name of Puma, does it? No, it doesn't not at all. Then it'd be the Clio because it's got a dual clutch because it's... Actually, actually, no, I'll put the Clio last because the, the dual clutch ruined that car, that, that last RS that they had. Uh, should have been a manual. If it was a manual, it would have been great. Puma third. It's it's tough because the i20N is actually a really, really good car. And it's got... A, like the, they've, they've I think they've shut the waiting list. Like they've, they've shut the gates on it because it's just... It's got astronomical wait times with, with fair reason. And their secondhand values are gone insane so but again it, you're comparing that to a, a yaris gr which is all drive um from the factory uh three cylinder which which now i like uh, i would have said i20n if it, if it was all drive but i kind of i actually really like the size of the i20n but the the the, the yaris gr it's, it's just something special about that so it'd be yaris gr i20n puma then uh cleo scotty Hmm. So I have trouble trying to toss up between I-20N or the Yaris because I really like both. And the way they've just both come out with something fantastic, you know, you wouldn't really expect something like Hyundai to be coming out with I-30Ns and I-20Ns and for them to be um, reviewed so well too. Uh, and not to mention the warranty and everything that you get with it. I think if I was thinking with my head, um, I would say the Toyo, the, if I was thinking with my head, I'd probably say the Hyundai just cause I'm thinking I can thrash it and thrash it. And I got a huge warranty, <laughs> warranty and things on it. But then, you know, the, then you got the Toyota G, GR Yaris that's has been fine. You know, people are pushing out massive power out of this three cylinder. So yeah, if I'm thinking with my heart, it will be the GR, then it will be the i20 and then the Renault, but i want the Renault in the yellow because it looks freaking awesome in yeah, the yellow. yeah it's a really good yellow and then puma will be last yeah i i you know what's weird in australia they don't know for the puma st which is available with the same engine and gearbox as the fiesta st they offered in europe which is quite a good seller there uh here we get all automatic options like well which are dual clutch you know crap um, power power sh1t transmissions now if that was an option i would have said yeah or, or i would have i would have had that you know uh, it would probably still be it would have probably still been third out of that list but the clear was the big disappointment for me because like the fact that they well the one well, they stopped making it but the the fact that it's a mini it's a small hot hatch that competed against fiesta st i20n um you know 20 i think it's 208 gti they were all the other ones all available as a manual that one's a dual clutch and not you know, it, it kind of let the car down a little bit, and, and hence the reason why the sales weren't as weren't as strong for that. Uh, it, again, like I was, I was just thinking about my decision about about the i20 and over over the over the oh, sorry below the Yaris. The Yaris for me takes it just because it's a homologation special because it was made for rallying. Like it, it, it's yeah. and, and that makes that a little bit more special than the i20 and even though the yeah, i20 right. and is is just a it's a phenomenal car. Like I drove the i30 and not too long ago, and that blew me away. Have you driven an i30 in it or, or Rob? No, no. I don't think I. Oh, I've been in one. I haven't driven one. Yeah, been in it, but haven't driven it. Yeah, they drive fantastically well. Like it was really good. Like it surprised, surprised me how good it drove. And I was like, it's like this car's fantastic. And if the R twenty N drove anywhere near as good as that, I would be like, yeah. Which which from all accounts it does. So yeah, I think I think just I think that the Yaris has to take it just because it's got that homologation um, special and anything that's a homologation special just instantly you know that little bit more special if you know what I mean because it's it because it, it just it just has to be at that point. Um, so 
for me, that's where I would be. Edward, have you got your have you got your one? I I didn't have four cars. I only had two. That's all right. You can have two cars. It's fine. That's okay. fine. What would you rather, a new Honda E electric or a slightly optioned up Tesla Model 3? Oh, that's a good Sitting question. Sitting in Australia in the high 70s, you know, currently. So, yeah, so in, in, in a Honda E here is is what, 75? Well, there's one on. There's only one on car sales at 79 grand at the moment. Yeah. So would you go your 79 grand Honda E or would you go your 79 grand optioned up Tesla Model 3? Uh, look, for me... As much as I love the Honda E and I think it looks really cool and I, th- I think it's funky um, and I get that it's a city car. If I had to choose it as a city car, um, it'd be the Honda E because because I wouldn't worry about range or anything because it's got a very small range compared to compared to the um, Tesla. Um, but for all other uses, I think I would take Tesla. And I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, <gasps> I know because like I really like the Honda E. I think it's I think it's the one of the best looking cars you know to come out of the last ten years. Um, I just can't justify the price tag for such small range. Um, even though what I is, know what is the range in that car? I think it was like a hundred and something miles, which is like which is not sixty k's or something like that. Yeah, so it's not it's not a lot. Um, let me let me mm-hmm. double check that actually because like I knew I knew it wasn't a lot. I watched the review on it and everyone's like it's cracking to it's it's really cool. You can like power your your your, your kettle and stuff in there. But um, overall, as as a as a package for the yeah, two hundred kilometers of range, it says. Um, uh, and they designed it to be an urban car with with most commutes being a mere thirty one minutes. So, like for for that purpose, if it was in a city car, absolutely Honda E because it's nimble and light and easy to park. But the price of that is just ridiculous, though. Like like it's mm. it's more than a Honda Civic Type R. <laughs> I know. So, Are you thinking with your head or your heart? <laughs> I'm thinking with my head, unfortunately. It says Tesla. Heart says Honda E. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. My, my, my heart says Honda E all day, but. Um, my head says a car that'll you know um, give me a bit more mileage. If I wanted to do a bit more, a bit more distance in case I need. If it was my one car solution, it'd it'd be the Tesla out of those two. Um, if I lived in the city and you know only had like a five minute commute to work or by car, I'd be having the Honda because it's easy to park. Um, but I think just and the practicality, it's a, it's a bigger car. Um, I think I'd unfortunately have to say I'm, I'd go for the Tesla Model Three because it'd be tricked up. You'd, you'd get more, it's, you get the performance one if you're getting it for that price. So I think it's going to be a Tesla, a Tesla Model Three for me. Scott, yeah, I'm pretty much on the same board there with um, with Maddie. Two Teslas. If it was with my heart, I'd be all over that Honda E because I love the being swayed by the range anxiety. It's a thing. I love the look of the outside and I love the look of the inside. What about Rob? Spend most of your time is on the inside. That is true. Well, I think the Honda E is a joke. Wow. wow. Three Teslas. Uh, absolute joke. 210 to 220 kilometer range on an E advance. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's not a lot, is it? Um, for the money you're paying and a company that's been in business for so long, you th- and, and they're right up there with robotics and everything else. So they can't build some cars with good batteries in them. Yeah. Joke. It's a joke, says Rob. Joke, absolute joke. They need to get their act together, Honda. Well, it's just it's just weird that they've they come up with the Honda E, right? And they said, "Yep, we know it's going to be a city car, but at least price it accordingly." Because like it, even in the UK, it's very expensive for what it is. Like they're like, "This is really price." If it if it had that range, and it was like half the price of the, of that, I'd be like, "Okay, that kind of makes sense because you're you're getting, you know, you're not only paying thirty five grand for it or something." It's like, yeah, no. correct. 
That's Correct. Fair. Yeah, which is which would be like you know I'd be, I'd be like yeah you know what that's that makes kind of sense like for for that for thirty five grand absolutely because um because you you're getting you're getting the range that that would come on come under that but for I guess um <laughs> you know everything else like you, you know you can't really go out of the city in that car you you can't do a big trip you can't you know you and and I get I, I know what Honda's saying it is a city car I get that I understand that but I guarantee some people are going like well look, oh, look I, I need to I need to go somewhere this time. Someone, um, yeah, with more money than brains, will yeah, buy that. Yeah, price it as a city car, then. Well, yeah, and that's my biggest issue with that car. You got to price it as a city car. Like you can't price it as a um, as a uh, you can't price it as more than a than a, a Model Three when a Model Three does you know everything else. In, better does everything yeah, better. Correct. Besides looking better, it does everything else I'm better. Glad, I'm glad this has invoked such a passionate discussion. No, because I, I I like the Honda E. I want to like it, but the fact of the matter is the price just just makes it out of out of range. Price and the range, bow. Yeah. So if it had a five hundred k range and it was forty grand, you'd be a lot more on Absolutely. Board. Yeah. I, if it was forty, if it was forty five, even yeah, you know, with five hundred k's range, I'd be like, you know what? Okay. All right. I, I get it because it it'd be in leaf territory at that point. Leaf territory. Oof. <laughs> I'd put it almost in the same category as an electric motorbike. Okay. They're useless. They are useless. Wow. They're only good for the city, and that's pretty much it, like you said. Nothing else. Yeah. Don't hear much about electric motorbike. No, you don't really, do you? Well, Harley tried to bring one out. The I think it was called a Lightning, um, and now they've stopped bringing them out, I believe. Um, oh, your son tried to bring one out from overseas or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> um, so, no, no, not my Harley, but Harley Davidson. Yeah, but... Um, yeah. Uh, and there's there are quite a few sports bikes out now, and they're looking at building adventure electric adventure bikes and um, electric dirt bikes, enduro bikes. KDM have got electric bikes, so they're even starting to race electric bikes. So they're great um, for motocrossing, short enduro trips, but long distance. Mm. Forget about it because you wouldn't be able to get much range out of it. You can't chuck huge heavy batteries into a um, into yeah. a motorbike. So at the same range as the Honda. Mm. Mm. So, like, if I'm if I'm buying a motorbike, I want it to be loud and obnoxious. I want to be an asshole. I want to be one of those people that are loud and obnoxious. If I'm buying a Harley, I'm not buying it to be quiet, am I? Like, you're buying a Harley to to sit there and and, and just deliberately wake your neighbors up in the morning. Like that that is the whole point of being you know ostentatious, insane, loud, brash, balls out. This is this is a this is a uh, it's what you're buying a Harley for, right? Um, and I can see why they're not bringing them here anymore because they wouldn't, they wouldn't really attract that audience there, would they? But uh, yeah, it's yeah. I, I've I've ridden a, an electric uh, electric push bike, mm-hmm. uh, a highly illegal one, modified one that that is, um, that was you know, brought over from the. It was five, it cost him five grand. It brought him over from the states. It was it was they made in the states these ones, and and he'd be built it here. And he rides from Williamstown all the way to um, to school. And wow. he charges it up at school and Bryn rides it home. Um, <laughs> and he's like, every time I see a cop, I just start pedaling, you know, like to make because it's because it's, it's so illegal. Uh, but it's it is fast, like it it's quick. It gets to well over fifty k's an hour. I'm like, yeah, this is this is this is cool. Like I actually got respect for that. But for an actual motorbike, motorbike, which is which is like you know, like based on like a Harley or something, I'm just like, no, you need it to be loud and brash and obnoxious. That's the whole point. Yeah, imagine a big like bloke in a motorcycle gang and he walks over all tatted up and sits on his motorbike he goes 
<laughs> doesn't look right, does it? Nah. <laughs> Edward, where's your money going? Honda E or up upgraded Tesla model? Oh, I feel very outnumbered, but I just I, I, I can't get past the E in I just I just think it's interesting and the Tesla's boring. It's that simple. Rob, you're a Tesla owner. What do you have to say about that? Well, Ed's probably been in one. He's probably driven one. And if he still thinks it's boring, well, then obviously hasn't really engaged with the car and driven the car. <laughs> really. Uh, I think, Ed, you need to get out there and use it. For a little while. You know, I didn't even, I, you know, even today I'm still realized, um, finding out features that it's got that I didn't even know it had. Rob, I'm not interested in buying a computer. And that's what it is. It's a computer with wheels. And for people who love tech, Go for it. For me, couldn't shit. But the 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 um the E is very much similar because it's it's it really it's He's got cutesy retro styling. Yeah. Okay. If the if the Tesla okay, Rob's rolling his eyes. If the Tesla had cute retro styling for the same price, would you have went for the Tesla? Oh, then I that that might win me over. Okay. Now, as I said, I really like the way that I reckon it's one of the best looking cars in the last ten years, but. The facts are the facts, right? Like you can't kind of go, you can't do much with the Honda E for the price. As I said, if it was if it was half the price that they're selling for, yeah, yeah, but I just like it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Ed's thinking with his heart. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I am. So, it, 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 Rob, just tell him it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most people would look at all my cars and say I'm wrong with every single one of them. <laughs> I'm used Look, to I, mostly I agree with some of the cars you've selected. So it's just that <laughs> this one's way out there. <laughs> left, left wing. <laughs> we've, all got, we've all got our Achilles wheel left wing car. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else needs to go? Does Rob need to, to do well, one? I don't know, but if this is in, I don't know how, you know, what you guys sort of base it on, but if you had a choice of buying, and this is, uh, you have to go back to 2016 because they stopped building some of these cars around 2016 and we're going forward. Yeah. Would you have uh, bought a brand new Mustang at the time when they first come out? No. A six sprint or an XR8 sprint? Ooh, that's a good question. I think you'd go that you'd got, it's got to be not the Mustang. I would have gone. What's I mean, what's the benefit of an XR8 over an XR6 other than one's an eight, one's a six. Like what's, what are you, what are you getting? So the out of weight. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're going to do it, go all out, get us, get an eight. I'd go the XR8. To answer your question, Rob, I would have went the XR8 Sprint because, but because you could get it as a manual, so I would have got that XR8 Sprint manual. The Mustang, if back then, because they were like, "Whoa, Mustangs are coming to Australia," mm. there would have been it was like it was a it was a big thing. Yeah, so, yeah you got to think of back then, right? Not now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and because like I already owned something barrel powered, I'd probably would have said, "Oh, I'll go the I'll go the Mustang second, and then I would have went the barrel the XR6 Turbo third. Mm. Having said that, though. Out of all the three of those cars, it was the XR6 Turbo that's the fastest car. <laughs> it, was, it, it was the quickest car. Yeah. Um, but the XR6 um, Sprint only was only was available as an automatic, which um, which 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 is good because it was it was a really quick car. Um, but the other two were available as a bit more of a driver's car in a, in a form yeah. of a, a form of a manual. So I would have yeah. went XR8 Sprint, uh, Mustang, and an XR6 Sprint, XR6 Turbo yeah. Sprint. I had when I had that issue with Ford Australia when they sold me a smash car. Oh. 
right um i had the opportunity to buy an xr6 sprinter because they had one on the on the floor there and harley goes no don't buy that get the mustang and i regret it ever since yeah <laughs> buy the xr6 sprint even though i love the mustang and, and it's sort of like there's this attachment to the car it's raw it's it, no matter what you say about them they're a great car to drive you, you just you there's this feeling about driving a Mustang that you don't have in most other cars, um, unless you're spending big dollars, maybe. But yeah, the Mustang's got that real visceral effect on you when you I drive. Get that. I get that, Rob, because like we've had Adam Morris from Redruid on the show, and he's like, I wanted to hate the Mustang when he drove. He's like, I wanted to not like it, but he's like, you kind of fall in love with it because it's a big V8 brute. Um, it's mm. got like a, such a friendly personality. It's just it's one of those. It's one of those cars that are just like you just can't help but love. You know what I mean? Like, it, even though you, you try hard not to, it's it's like it's like your bad uncle that you know you shouldn't hang out with because he's because mm. he's he's going to give you like you know like uh, a beer behind your dad's back. But um, you know, he, he's he's the one that's that's like, come on, let's 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 get on and do something. And 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 that's what that's what a Mustang for me has always kind of kind of been. Yeah, it's it's a tough one because like as I said, like I I, I really want to say you know Barra Power the world, but um. Yeah, just just probably at the time because of the hype was so strong for it. I probably would have said I probably would have said Mustang second, XR8 Sprint because it was like the last of the V8, four Falcons, last of the Falcons really. But yeah, Edward, what would what would you have done? I said the XR8, mm. and then second, XR6. <laughs> Scotty, I would have jumped onto the hype. I would have gone for Mustang first, just because I always like Mustangs, and I'll be like, "Oh my goodness, finally, you know, we're getting him here in Australia, right-hand drive and." <clears throat> I would have jumped on that. Um, I really like the sound of the the V8 two that the Mustangs had. I think it was what the same one that came in the XR8 also. Correct. Yep, it's supercharged. 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 Yeah, correct. Um, but yeah, I would have just gone straight for the Mustang, and then it would have been the XR8 next, then the XR6 after that. Ooh, okay. But what I know now, I probably would have gone for the XR8 first. Um, because I'd be sitting on a bit of a gold mine there, <laughs> yeah, bit of a nest egg, <laughs> and then the XR6 and then the Mustang. And Rob, I'm assuming you would have done the same, pretty much, yeah, just just for the, the sitting on the gold mine thing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but, my, um, yeah, yeah. My last one for tonight before we get into cryptic cars. Now, this is going back about six months when all of these cars were available. Um. You're after a, a really exciting, um, you know, uh, smallish car under a hundred thousand dollars. That's that's fun to drive. It's, it's got a bit of pedigree behind it. So I, I, I'll rephrase. Probably not six months, but within the within the last six months of of, of buying buying a car, because one of these cars is no longer for sale. So they're all over surprisingly fifty grand, um, which is hard. Which which is kind of weird to say for for some some of the cars I'm about to mention in a, in a moment. But they're all over fifty grand. Um, but they're all they're all performance cars. They're all turbocharged. There are three that are all wheel drive, two that are front wheel drive. So they're all kind of in that that hot little performance, you know, four door four door segment. Uh, they entail the Corolla GR, which has just come out, the WRX, which is the the, the current WRX that, that's just been, that's just been released, the new Golf R, the Civic Type R, the current FL5. Or an outgoing Focus ST, which has just been discontinued. Uh, all available as a manual, except for the Golf R. I don't think we can get the Golf R here as a manual. Overseas, you can get it as a manual, but you can't get it here as a manual from, from all accounts. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the only other one that's available as an auto is the WRX or the Focus ST. The, but you could, but you can get them as a man, as a manual. So, where is your money going? They're all about you know fifty five ish upwards to about eighty. So that's your your kind of price ranges there. You're after a, a, a small performance car that's got four doors, um, not too too small, with with um some real good track pedigree. Where is your money going and why? So give me this snapshot again. Corolla GR. Corolla GR, Subaru WRX, Type R, um, Civic Type R, Golf R, and Focus ST, which is now just discontinued. Oh, I think I'd buy the Corolla GR first. I think I'd buy the Civic Type R second. Mm-hmm. I think I'd put the Focus last. What were the other ones? Uh, so you've got the Golf R. And uh, that'd be last. What was the other one? <laughs> WRX. WRX. Okay. So we're going Corolla GR, Civic, WRX, Focus, Golf. Golf. Okay. Now, Golf, I know because you don't like VWs. Mm-hmm. Uh, WRX over Focus ST. Why? It's Japanese. And, I like but yeah. But Corolla over, over Type R, and you've driven a Type R and you like the Type R. I do like the I just, I'm not mad on the look of the new. I'm not, I, the look does not. I don't love the look. Yeah. I think I just if I'm going to go something that I don't love the look of, I might as well have a Toyota. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> Scott, uh, mine's almost the same. I go the Corolla first. Ever since I saw pictures of it, I was just in love with it, like more than the Yaris. Yeah. Um, I think the Corolla looks way better. Second, the car, the, the car Corolla is a good-looking car. Like it's it's even even. Oh, yeah, even just not the GR version. The new Corollas look fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So second would be the um, Type R. Uh, third though would be the Ford ST, mm-hmm. and then I would go the WRX, and then the VW. So you'd go focus over WRX. Why would you? Yep. Uh, so <clears throat> another- uh, I think it comes down to comes down to looks with that one. Yeah. Uh, I just. Don't like the look of the new WRX, and that's all you've got is a WRX. There's no hotted up version or anything like that. And no STI. It's just plastic mm-hmm. that's going to age big time. Bit of sun on that, that's going to fade and look terrible. You don't have to constantly keep that <laughs> polished to keep that looking nice and black. It's just, I don't know, it just reminds me of some of the old, uh, where was it? Probably the early 2000s, that with the Jeep. Yeah, with some of the jeeps had the huge, just the, the big black plastic all on the outside, all the way around it. It's just, it just makes it feel extremely cheap and will age and look terrible in a couple of years. It's just the cladding that gets me with that car. I'm like, there's so much of it there. Like, it's just, it's just everywhere. It's not needed. Not needed, especially these days. It's not what we're heading towards. None of this extra cladding stuck on there. Have it matched, you know, paint matching. Yeah, I agree with that. Having a paint match, Rob. I'm sort of torn. Um, I, I feel that Corolla, Toyota, and, and Volkswagen are, are stuck to their line of cars throughout the years, and they're still continuing that. Honda are, are just on a bandwagon, so so my order of cars would be the Corolla, the Golf, sort of Golf up there because it's a great all day car, all round car and a great track car. It's great everything. Yeah, you're right. So it's the, but a Corolla because they're new and there's something exciting. So Corolla, Focus would have been up there, but so that'd be third. 
um, just with you know some of the features that they had. Uh, WRX, they've gone too big, too fat, I reckon, and so is the Honda Civic, I okay. think. So, so what, would you take Civic or WRX for the last spot? The Civic, I would say, would be a better car, but I just still got a, a soft spot for a WRX being all-wheel drive still. I know it'd be slower, it won't be as good, da 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 but... I just think the WRX is probably better value for money than the Civic. No, and and that's and that's actually a fair point because the WRX is a lot cheaper than the than the um, Civic Type. I, I think it's like actually out of that list is the cheapest car. So, yeah. um, so it kind of um it kind of makes sense why why like a lot of people have you know have been you know been, been buying them because they just they they one they're readily available and, and two mm. you're getting quite good value good performance proposition for, for the money. And you can get them as a wagon, although you can't get the the, the wagon as a manual, which is just like, yeah. Subaru, it, it, what are you doing? And Honda's been just hot and cold, I think, over the years. And they've really only got whatever car, apart from the NSX, which you can't get <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or can't afford, whatever yeah. car they've got that sort of keeps people coming into their showrooms. And they don't even want people to go in their showrooms anymore because they're shutting them down. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> I need to bring in, you know, like uh, an S two thousand of sorts. Yeah, you know, to just to something in the Wouldn't middle that that's, that's fun and just to you know and like, but Toyota, have- Toyota and Subaru have done it with A six, so Honda should jump on board with something with that. Exactly, they had the Civics preludes S two thousands. At one stage, they were the old like right up there. They had a halo of all cars. Yeah, yeah. now. Oh, I just lost any all faith in a Honda. Yeah, well, I mean, like the only car that interests me in Honda's entire lineup is the Civic Type R. Like, and mm. that's and that's saying something. Like, I, I used to. You're right. Um, you had you had your Ludes, you had your Tegs, you had your, your even your hotted Civics. No, but like you did, yeah. And like and, and then these were these these were cool cars. Like everyone's like, well, you know, like, and then they were they were pricey, but they they were always called the uh, the what's called Japanese BMW because of the way they drove and and their precision and. Um, mm-hmm. and, and everything about that, which, 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 which I get, and I understand why it's turned a lot of people off Honda. It, I can completely, I completely get it. My sister's got a Honda. What are those small SU four wheel drives? Um, HRVs or whatever they are. And she's had a couple over the years, from the early model ones to newer models. I think the HRVs. Yeah. Anyway, HRVs the little one. No, no, it's a bigger, slightly bigger. CRP. CRV. She, she's had the CRVs over the years, and she had an earlier one, and then she got a, a, a slightly later model one. And she's saying that the earlier one was the quality was so much better. It didn't rattle. There was less noise in it. The carpets lasted longer. They didn't fray. The fabric was better in it. And the later model that she bought, the, the quality was absolute crap. Yeah. Really disappointed in the car. Wow. No good. Hmm. And that's just coming from you know, uh, you know, a teacher. Yeah, <laughs> nothing teacher. wrong with a teacher. <laughs> Sorry, Maddie. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> and Scott. <laughs> and Scott. Yeah, and Scott, you got a few on the call here. Oh, I know, but still, you know, <laughs> she she's not into cars, and you know, yeah. she's but you know, she's noticed. She's not, to notice that is mm-hmm. huge. Mm. What are we going to do about cryptic cars? Well, we're going to get into cryptic cars now, Scott. Scotty. Do it. Just got to eat my dinner. Just got to restart. What do you got? What do you got for dinner? No, I've had dinner. I was, oh, being, yeah. I was being mad. I had soup, a bit of leftover soup. You know, it's winter mm. now. I like leftovers. I love daylight saving. It like as soon as daylight saving goes, 
you plunged into darkness and coldness, just like you're straight into winter. It's like one minute I'm wearing a T-shirt watching the car at 8 o'clock, and the next minute I'm eating soup and thinking, geez, it's cold. Like it's it's almost <laughs> it's just it's so quick. Whereas the build up, the build up to the other way is it's like you get the days get a bit longer and the days get a bit longer. And you're going, oh yeah, summer's coming, summer's coming. And it's this big build up, and then at the other end, you just bam, you're out of it. I agree. It's not the way it should be. No. Uh, anyway, gentlemen, let's get into yeah. cryptic cars. So and cryptic cars. So the so, Scotty, give us the rundown of the rules for our new new listeners. That, that are- All right. Cryptic cars. I'll give you the name of a car, but I'll use different words for it. For example, last week we had we had one that was the Volkswagen Insect. In other words, it would be the Volkswagen Bug or Beetle. Beetle. Bug is fine. I would have taken any of those. Mm-hmm. So I'm just changing it around. You've got to really, really think. Now. For today is a little bit different because there's some bonus points. Ooh, okay. You can get an extra, let's say, an extra two points if you can pick up on a theme that is happening with majority of the questions. There's two movie ones in there that aren't relevant. Mm-hmm. All the rest, there's some kind of connection. If you can get it right or around that ballpark of what you think it is, there's an extra two points you can chime in for those extra two points at any time okay. so you don't have to wait to the very end all right try and jump in early and just take a punt or you can wait <laughs> towards the end or in the middle up to yep. you scotty quick question if you take a punt and you're wrong are you out for the whole time you, you yes know? yeah okay right. yep. Hang on. Out, out for the whole time for the, for the whole of cryptic cars or just that special bonus Special bonus. Just for the special bonus. Oh, you know, that makes sense. That's so you get one crack at trying to get that uh, that bonus, yeah. two points, yeah. and you can come in at any point. So that one is up to you. All right. Question number one. The Nissan Chief of State. Matthew. Matthew. Uh, Nissan Chief of State. That would be the Nissan. It's the, um, I know what it's called too. As soon as you say it, I'm going to crack it because like I've completely completely blanked. But I I, I can't think what it is. I'm trying to think what a chief of state is like the governor. Oh, Matt, it, there, is it? It's not, it's, not, it's not the president. Um, but it's the president, isn't it? It's president. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Tis the president, the Nissan president. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah, it was trying to rival the uh, Toyota Century, but didn't do as well as the Century, obviously, because it's not really talked about or anyone drives it um just just talking about centuries they and they announced their century suv first one i was like oh you've just yeah i know uh it's what people want so i guess you have to don't you yeah you're in there to make money so losers can buy those ones all right question number two i've got two words for this one so i'll give you one or or the other just to try and help you out with this one because you might not get it this is the Holden Shipmaster or the Holden Skipper. Matthew? Matthew? Jackaroo? Not Jackaroo. Ed. Ed. Holden Caprice? Not Caprice. No, I'll just take a pun at it myself. Holden Premier? No, not Premier. I think like Shipmaster, like Captain. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I went Caprice, Captain Caprice. It wouldn't be statesman, would it? 
Not statesman. Shipmaster. Think of the. I guess you need to think of the UK rankings. Shipmasters. Holden Colonel. Not <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Rob, the cadet? No. Guess? Who guess though? I have no idea. I, I, I wouldn't say Chimera. <laughs> <That's... laughs> I've got no idea what's going on this one. Holden, oh. Holden the Gemini. No. Nah. Super common. This would. Super... Commodore, 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 ship's Commodore. Yeah, there you go. Holden Commodore. Oh, I needed the stupid oh, Commodore. The there you go. The Commodore of the Yacht Club. Damn. Yeah. Jeez. Matthew. So simple. I'm buzzing in for the bonus questions. Yep. The bonus points. Is it like uh, like heads of area or state or like of um you know like a, like the highest person in the in that highest place? ranking highest ranking? No. Ah, oh, okay. Crap. <laughs> Not about, the highest. Right? No. Not highest ranking, no. Okay. Question three is the Hindustan diplomat. Matthew. Ed. <laughs> I heard Ed. Oh. Ambassador. Yeah. The ambassador. That's right. Alan. Where's Alan, where's Alan when you need him? Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I threw that one in there for him. I thought he'd like that, but he's not on. But, oh, if he listens to it, it's a shout-out to Alan. Big shout out to Yep. All right. Question four. Is the Jeep leader? Matthew. Matthew. Cherokee. No. Yes, though. Ed. Rob. Sorry, Rob. Commander. Yes, the commander. I thought I was going to say commander. You own one of those, Rob. Yeah, I did. Great Brave man. I had a Mercedes V6 diesel in it and ran well. No, you can't go wrong. All right, question number five is a movie. Ooh. So here we go. Courier Deuce. Movie, Courier. Transporter 2. Oh, yes. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, man. That just came out of nowhere. (laughs) I like the deuce. I was thinking two. (laughs) That's good, Maddie. Very well done. Because I was like, when he said it, I was like, in my head, like transporter, but deuce. Can't even, it can't even trans. I'm like, oh, but there was, there was three of them. Transporter two. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Do you want to score check, uh, gentlemen? Yeah. Uh, Edward 2, myself 2, Rob 1. 2-2-1. Two, two, one. All right. Anyone's game, as we always say. Anyone's game. Okay. Question number six. The Holden Senior Politician. Matthew. Matthew? That would be Statesman. Yeah. Statesman. Statesman. Correct. Anyone want to take a bonus question? Not yet. I mean, the extra, the extra two points, I'll take a bonus punt. You can take a punt. They're all like positions of authority. They're all official ranked positions. Yeah, pretty much. Ah! <laughs> They're politicians. Yeah. They're all, yeah, ranked. Oh, that that's ranked. skyrocketed me to four points. Oh, jeez. Yes, Edward, I'm glad you can count. Um, oh. <laughs> still anyone's game, Rob. Still anyone's game. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. All right, question number seven. Don't lose heart. Question seven. The Opal Recruit. Ed. Ed. Oh. Opal Cadet. 
Yeah, it is. It was yeah. Bit earlier. Yeah, I was a bit, yeah. Exactly. That's what I was thinking when you said it. It's like, hmm, okay, okay. No, it's coming up, Rob. It's coming up. Uh, <laughs> Just didn't want to say it was coming up. I'm, bl- I'm blaming the lag, by the way, Scotty. I'm blaming the lag. Like yeah, that's all right. It, it can be. Uh, happens sometimes. I know the pain happened to me. <laughs> the lag in the brain. It's a grey matter's going. <laughs> I've got COVID brain. It's all right. <laughs> that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Long COVID. Long COVID. <laughs> All right. Uh, I reckon this one might be a tough one. Question eight is the Pontiac Bigwig or Pontiac Boss? Ed. Ed. Pontiac Chief or Chieftain? Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. My goodness. Ed, you're on fire. Somebody put him out. Somebody I know. Rob, I Rob. thought I thought there's you know come on to think of the chiefs and I thought nah that might take a little bit but never no. underestimate no was exactly this, was right. this like Pontiac Tempest or Tempest <laughs> Pontiac Bonneville, Bonneville. all right question nine the Chrysler aristocratic or the Chrysler monarchial would you say it's monarchial yeah monarchial Ed Ed Chrysler Royale yeah. Oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> Were you going to say Royale? Royale, yeah. Yeah. I was going to go with the Toyota, the Royale, but it was the Crown Royale, so I couldn't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It was it was still part of the Crown name. Yeah, so I couldn't do that one. Royale with cheese. As a... Royale. Yeah. <laughs> that leads us to the final question. Oh, quick score check. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's one. It. Let's it's just go home. Keep going. Go check. Rob one. <laughs> myself three. Edward on two, Ed. four, five, six, seven. So, oh my goodness. Good. Right. Huh? How many more questions are there? One. One. This is the last one. Question Anyone right. could win. Is, 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 <laughs> Anyone's <laughs> game. Is it worth yeah. 10 points? It takes all. I'm um, <laughs> everything on black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. The Opal Commander of the Fleet. Opal Commander of the Fleet. Matthew. Matthew. Wouldn't be the Omega? Nope. I don't know that many Opals. Probably a good thing. I'll take a guess. Opal Insignia. No. (laughs) Bad guess. Commander of the Fleet. Yeah, just think of your rankings and ships. Someone that commands a whole fleet of ships. I don't know. Shepherd, don't know. Is it a captain? No, captain was something like that. It was it was another European opal? I can't remember what was that. I mean, after Rob has his guess, I'll have a guess for no. Problem. No, I got no, no. I slipped my mind, but I, I do. There were a couple of opals there back in the eighties and nineties, but I just can't remember what they were called. It's not a. It's not either an Astra or a Manta, is it? No. Anything no, else? I have a punt for a bit of fun. Oh, what is Scott? No, it is the Admiral. No. Oh. Okay. I'm aware of that. Admiral. Okay. Doesn't look like it should be called an admiral. <laughs> uh, well, when I saw one, I was like, oh, okay. I expect it to be a little bit nicer than what it was. Well, uh, score check, gentlemen. Rob on one, myself on three, and tonight's win on a grand total of seven is Mr. Edward Bunting. Well done. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Is there anyone you want to thank, Ed? I want to thank Opal for making some great cars. <laughs> And Scotty's um, theme of 
figures of authority. And you might want to thank your uh, you might want to thank your internet provider for not giving yeah, internet provider for being quite fast, yeah. and um, David for not being here, <laughs> uh, Harley for not being here. He won last, and Harley or Alan or anyone else that could have challenged me in this. <laughs> so, so, so what you, what you're saying, Edward, is that you're saying that Rob and I had no challenge to you. Yeah, in other words, no, saying more, no. the more people there are, the more challenge there is. So less people, <laughs> less challenge. Yeah. <laughs> We'll go with that. Run with that. We'll go with yeah. that. Okay, bye. I think that's a podcast. Thank you, Maddie. You. you are doing a podcast, which will come back some point. What's it called? We'll come back when Dave is back from overseas. Auto Retro, uh, where we talk to people about the cars of their lives. You can find it on Spotify and uh, relive the older episodes that we've done. Mm, very good. Uh, Scotty's Golf Tips. Golf Tip of the Week. Golf tips. You know what? I think I've mentioned this one before already, but just how important it is, is practice your putting. Mm. Read those greens. I'll tell you what, you can lower your scores in no time if you're a top putter. <laughs> you can just get it on the green. You'll be fine. Get those putts in or get them very close so you can just tap it in. Don't miss those five-footers. <laughs> They're so important. Do not miss those five-footers. Would you say mini golf is helpful for that? Unfortunately not. Okay. All right. Well, no. I wasn't very good. Not as much. Just because the the surface and stuff, but you know, it's a hell of a lot of fun though. It is. Rob's fabrications, electrical, firefighting, all Rob's all above. Rob's tours, Vietnam tours, Rob's yep. um yeah, F one tours, um Jimneys. Jimneys, yeah, you name it. <laughs> hey Rob, I've I've mentioned that tour to two people at like what you told us last time about the cost and what it was and everything, and they're both like, That sounds amazing and I'm like, I'm 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 gonna do it. I'll talk to you more about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll maybe f- f- flick you across We Ride Vietnam, it's called. Um, Hayes contact details is on Insta yeah. and Facebook, yeah, We Ride Vietnam, and you can just WhatsApp him anytime. Beautiful. You, yeah. you, you might have to go again, Rob, even though Debbie would kill you. Oh, definitely. Uh, if it's a shorter trip, if we, like a, you know, if it's a seven-day or eight-day trip, yeah, definitely. But 12 days is, is, is quite a bit, and you've got to be pretty – fit and to form in riding like conditioned to ride bikes for that long you know because it does it is tiring you do go through that stage where the first day is okay second day third day start getting exhausted and then you get into some sort of routine after the fourth or fifth day yeah keep on going we're well, getting sore. Like even if I'm just in a car for too long driving, I get a sore butt. Surely a motorbike's worse. You do. Um, and I, I fell and broke my coccyx or fractured it when I was a kid ice skating, and um, yeah. But, and that still hurts every time I ride for more than two hours on the seat of a bike. It starts hurting after a couple of hours. Yep. So you just stand, sit, stand, <laughs> sit sideways, <laughs> uh, just to sort of get that um, yeah, weight off the back of the bar, the coccyx bone, but um. If you haven't got any injuries, you should be fine. You you, you end up getting conditioned to the seat. It's like riding a push bike. Mm. Uh, yep. Extent. So and you and it depends how you ride, um, whether you use your arms and, and, and legs to hold onto the bike when you ride, because your arms should be pretty relaxed and free on the handlebars. So you shouldn't be holding on tight and fighting the bike. You should let the bike do what it needs to do and hold on with your, your feet more so. Yep. Um, so that way you can control the bike. Just just steer it. Um, lightly and you don't hold on tight because you start holding on tight, you start fighting the bike and you start getting tired and all sorts of things start happening. You start falling. It's a good tip. Yeah. So I'm keen. Well, 
We'll um, look at doing it if you can get a few people together. He, he likes a group of at least six to eight people minimum. He can take up to ten to twelve. Yeah, group of people, but he needs to have at least a group. We might be able to tag along with another smaller group or something, but then we might then he'll will be dictated by what days and dates we can really go on. Whereas if we have a larger group, we can say we want to go at this time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm keen. I'm keen. Maybe next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. Uh, even if we do, you know, the, like the Top Gear one up the coast or something, it'd be sort of a bit, a little bit different rather than, you know, doing the mountains or dirt and ruts. So it depends what you want to do. You can mix it up and do a bit of coast, a bit of mountains. Or yeah. Can, mix it. Uh, yeah. Mix it. Anyway, yeah. sorry, Maddie. Sorry, we we went down a little tangent there about Vietnam. <laughs> like and share our Facebook page as Car Talk TRQE. Maddie J, if you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all up on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get, you get your podcasting app or RSS feed. So give us a listen there. Give us a big thumbs up. Get us higher on those on those Spotify and iTunes rankings. Also, check out our Teespring store. Go to teespring.com for, and type in Cartwheel Store. Buy some merch there to support us or support the show by becoming a patron to our patron. Hi to our patrons. Do you know who you are? Thanks for supporting the show. So go to patreon.com forward slash car talk podcast. Gentlemen, honor as always. I'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Thank you. See ya. Yeah.